Welcome to Standing Grace with Alan McQuarrie, a ministry of Grace Community Church in Brockville, Ontario. I'm your host, Alex Philippi. We all know life is hard, but Jesus is here for you. He wants to encourage you through his word and remind you that you can always stand in his grace. According to a survey by the University of Scranton, 92% of all people never achieve the goals that they have in their lives. Only 8% of people ever say that they even partially achieve all the things they wanted to do in their life. Well, being a achiever of goals is somewhat important, but we have to understand the correct way of going about achieving those goals and what those goals should be. When the disciples came to the Lord Jesus, they were arguing over who was going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And that's from Matthew chapter 18. And he heard that conversation, but he didn't address it immediately. But rather, the Lord would take them aside privately and bring a little child in and set that child in the midst of the room and tell them if they wanted to be successful, if they wanted to be great, if they wanted to be what they thought they should be, then they needed to think about how to achieve it. And they were thinking was completely wrong. They needed to be like a child, to have that same simplicity that a child has. In our lives, we realize that God has a great job for us to achieve. Paul tells us that in Ephesians 2, he created us in Christ Jesus to do good works which he prepared in advance for us to do. That simply means that God has a job for you. If you know the Lord is your Savior, he has a task for you. One of the reasons why staying at home every Sunday and thinking that it'll do as far as our spiritual life and our spiritual food is concerned really falls short. God has a specific job that no one else can achieve but you. You have friends, you have families, you have interactions with people who need to hear the gospel, who need to see the gospel lived out. Those are different people than I have, and therefore I don't have that opportunity. You do. But then there might be ministry opportunities that God has for you. All of these things make us realize that to be successful in what God wants us to do, we have to have a very different approach than what the world tells us. The world tells us be pushy, get out in front, take leadership courses, learn to be good in front of people, take public speaking courses, be assertive. Well, Jesus tells us that to do his work requires the exact opposite. It requires us to have an attitude of a little child with their parents. So what did Jesus mean by that? Well, first of all, a child implicitly trusts the voice of their parents. Or if the parents tell them a fact, that child believes it because it came from the voice of their parents. They trust that voice. That's the kind of obedience and trust that the Lord wants us to have. When we read the Word of God, we trust what the Word of God says. We don't sit down and rip it apart and analyze pieces of it or parts of it and see how it fits into our life or even if it fits into our life. Rather, we trust 
the voice of our Heavenly Father. We trust the Word of God. When the Word tells us a promise of how God will look after us and how He will take care of us and how He will always be there for us, we trust His voice. Secondly, a child has implicit trust in the promises of that parent. In other words, a child says, when mom or dad tells me we're going to go and do something, we, they just trust that it's going to occur. Well, in the same way, the promises of the Word of God are concrete. When God makes a promise, it is based on the very nature of who God is. When I make you a promise, I try to fulfill it. I'll do everything in my power to try to make it happen, but there's always circumstances that arise that are out of my control, but I will try. But can you ultimately trust every word that comes out of my mouth, even though I want it to occur? The answer is, no, you can't. But when God makes a promise in the Bible, when God gives us great promises in the Psalms, great promises of how his care and watch care over us is always there for us. When the Lord tells us that we will never be without, he's never seen the righteous begging for bread. When those promises arise, and many, many others that are found in Scripture, they're not just wishful thinking from the Lord. They are established in the holiness of his nature. In other words, God would cease to exist if any promise that he made was not completely fulfilled. So it's not just a matter of, I hope God will do this, but rather it is because I trust the voice of my father and my father gives me a promise, it will occur. There is no chance that it will not occur. Or it not to not occur would be a violation of who God is. And so the Lord says to us, if we want to be successful in our life and in our ministry, if you want to be successful in every area of his service, then we have to have an understanding that we take the promises of God at 100% face value. Third thing is, a child trusts in the care that the parents provide. In other words, a child just has trust that mom or dad is going to take care of them. If they have a cut, they don't go to the cupboard themselves and get out the band-aids and ointment. No, they just go to mom and hold their finger up in the air to let mom know, take care of me. I'm hurt. And in the exact same way, the Lord wants us to have that trust in his provision of care over us. Meaning this, today we need to bring every burden, every burden, every stress in our mind to the Lord in prayer. We don't try to resolve it ourselves. We don't try to solve it according to our own understanding, our own wisdom that will fail us. Rather, every detail, every promise, every struggle, every interaction with other people that cause us great struggles in, of our mind and, and stress, we bring to the Lord in prayer. 
and ask the Lord Almighty to intervene and to resolve and to bring the perfect solution. And that is a wonderful character that God has for us in being his child, is that we have the ability to trust in his perfect care over us. The fourth thing is this. A child wants to be in the presence of their parents. Isn't that true? Have a little four-year-old or five-year-old run around between your legs. They want to be with you. They want to help mom in the kitchen. They want to help dad in the workshop. They like to try to figure out what mom and dad are doing. They just want to be in your presence. And sometimes as parents, it gets frustrating because we're trying to get something done and we have a little one getting into the mess with us. Well, that is exactly what the Lord Jesus is saying here. If you want to be successful in the work of the Lord, you need to want to be in his presence. Now, that doesn't mean that we're ever going to annoy the Lord or that somehow our presence uh, with him is going to be pushed aside. But rather, we have to have that attitude of saying to the Lord, I want to be, oh Lord, in your presence. So again, as I come back to again and again, as believers in Christ, we cannot ignore fellowship of other believers. How can we? What legitimate excuse can you bring before the Lord and say to the Lord, the reason I do not fellowship with other Christians is because? What legitimate excuse can you have? I'm sure we can think of things like, well, I've been hurt in the past, or I can't find a good church, or I don't just don't, you know, Christians annoy me maybe even. But the reality is God is telling us that he wants you to be in the presence of him and those who worship him as well. We need to have fellowship one to another. That is that childlike characteristic that the Lord is saying, successful individuals that achieve great things for my kingdom do. Finally, a little child has security in stability. In other words, we all know how wonderful it is to come home and come into our own house when we've been away for a while and feel the comfort of stability. A child who'd been bounced from home to home to home like a foster child has all sorts of struggles. Stability is what a child wants. Stability is what I want. Nothing better than coming home and getting into your own bed because you know it and you know how comfortable it is. Well, in that exact same way, God is saying to us, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. One of the amazing and most wonderful aspects of a relationship with the Lord Jesus is the fact that we have stability. If you know Christ as your Savior, if you have repented and turned to Christ and given your life to him, understand the Lord is always going to be with you. The Lord is at your right hand. And we need to appreciate that and live in accordance to that. As I've said before, that is a wonderful truth. It's a terrifying truth if we are involved in sin. But it's a wonderful truth, and we need the Lord to know that he's always there for us. These quick little five reminders of what a child is is exactly what the Lord was saying to his disciples 
You guys are arguing over who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, but you have the wrong idea of what greatness is and how it is achieved. Greatness is having dependency, continual dependency upon the Lord Jesus in every area of your life. As we close our podcast today, let me ask you this simple question. Have you gone to the Lord today and laid that stress that is upon your heart before his throne? Have you told him, Lord, I need you? You understand what how important it is to be in the fellowship of other believers? Have you read the Bible today? Have you spent time listening to the Lord in prayer? These are the things that will allow us to be the 8% that achieve the success that God has for us. God has a great job for you. Let us achieve it for his glory and his honor when we, as his children, are entirely dependent upon him. I'm Alan McQuarrie, and we will continue next week with another podcast as we call all of us in the Church of Christ to stand great. Thank you for being with us today on Standing Grace. I'm Alex Philippi inviting you to join us for more teaching like this in person at Grace Community Church in Brockville, Ontario. And to join us online at standinggrace.com. Until next time.